0: The countdown has begun.
1: Matt Mar is in the parking lot.
0: No, that's not the countdown I was thinking of. I'm thinking about the the last couple Sundays of the church calendar. Matt Mar
1: is in the parking lot.
0: <laughs> Hello, everybody. This is Father Herb, and uh, the Matt Mar uh, fan over there is Michael Puppis. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the 23 podcast. And this is re- being recorded on Tuesday, and Matt is in the parking lot. Oh. That's great news. I wish you would have told me sooner. Yes. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's good to be with you. We've
1: got our Matt Mar concert tonight uh, for the catching up with Jack event. Uh, over a thousand tickets were sold for
0: tonight's concert, and that was the limit. We probably they could have sold more if we had a bigger venue. So let's build. Let's build a big church the next time.
1: I think building one church in our lifetimes is, was enough, uh, for sure. For sure.
0: But we're more about building church than
1: building the church building.
0: I agree. But the countdown has begun.
1: For the end of the liturgical calendar. Yes, I'm. I'm on your page now. Okay, okay. good.
0: The countdown has begun. Actually, it be, in my book, it began around uh, August.
1: <laughs> sure. Yeah, we're uh, we are creeping up towards Advent.
0: This is the 33rd Sunday of Ordinary Time. Hey, I have to ask you how many Sundays of Ordinary Time? No, are there? I, I wasn't okay. going to ask. I okay. was going to
1: uh, backtrack for a second and okay. ask uh, how the men's retreat was because I know people. Oh, the men's prob-
0: retreat was wonderful. Uh, it was a little cold, but also clear. Saturday was one of those unusual days. We always start with a morning prayer out on the deck overlooking the lake. Mm-hmm. And it started off with uh, a red sky in the morning. And, you know. Sailors take warning. Well, yes. Good thing so, you weren't sailing. That's right. So it it was actually a beautiful morning. It got uh, clear early afternoon and then it got cold later in the day. But... Uh, We did have a chance to get out and do some walking it's such a wonderful venue Uh, lawrence lodge is literally on the edge of the lake uh, vineyard lake Mm -hmm. and then there's a a chapel a stand a freestanding chapel that's within maybe a hundred yards walk okay Uh, at night there aren't many lights so you walk over there in the dark but we always do okay that's cool and that's open 24 7 so lots of the men will go over there and pray in the middle of the night but a good camaraderie, uh, very inspiring. A lot of probably a little bit more quiet time than we've had some other years because it was a little smaller group. Sometimes when you have a bigger group, everything just takes more time. Sure. So we had a a, a lot more time t- for people to just uh, kind of go go off. On their own as they needed to
1: that's actually a really important part of retreat though it's it's very as someone that has planned retreats before it's very easy to over plan a retreat yeah because the really the quiet time the downtime is where some of the most beautiful things happen during
0: retreat yeah and sometimes people just getting a chance to talk with each other is very good too sure so yes it was good it ended i was back by two o'clock on On Sunday, and then we went right into the connection point for people joining the parish.
1: Yeah, wonderful afternoon with some new parishioners, some great families, lots of young couples. It was a good conversation.
0: And then from there, we had the 530 Mass, and then a wonderful baptism after Mass. So uh, a very full weekend. A full weekend.
1: I feel like I must also make a clarification when I said Matt Mars in the parking lot. He's, we didn't make him stand out there. I know it's only 25 degrees outside today, but uh, he's inside his bus.
0: His bus pulled in this morning at, what, about 10.30, 11 o'clock? Yeah. He's he's nice and toasty warm.
1: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, again, we're approaching the end of the liturgical calendar, the 33rd Sunday. And how many time. Sundays are there? Could be 34, but not this year.
0: Uh, we are in the second last Sunday. We go out with a bang the following week, which is the Feast of Christ the King. Correct. And oh. then
1: Thanksgiving's after Christ the King this year.
0: And the Sunday right after Ohio State and Michigan play.
1: Oh, is that that day?
0: Oh, it's always the Saturday after Thanksgiving, and this year Thanksgiving is late, oh. so it's it's late.
1: Once again, those that listen to the podcast probably have realized I don't watch any sports. <laughs> Do you know where Ohio State is located? In the state of Ohio. Yes, yes okay. I, I've been to, actually, to be honest, I've been to uh, games down in Columbus. It's wonderful. And the best
0: part of it is the marching band. Uh, have you ever been able to hear the music they play during Script Ohio? Yes. I can't hear it. You know, I've been to a number of the games, and everybody's standing and applauding and clapping along. Yeah. That you can't actually even hear the band.
1: Did you know, by the way, that on the—is ass- the game in Ann Arbor this week? This
0: year it's in Ann Arbor.
1: The Ohio State Marching Band is performing at Perrysburg High School Friday night after Thanksgiving.
0: Did you? On, know that? No, I didn't know that.
1: We're not uh, sponsoring that event, but I saw it the other day while it's I was It's going to
0: be in our parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, Matt's still going to be out there. Come on over.
1: <laughs> but no, yeah. I was thinking about going because they're always. Where just, they are they
0: going to perform at the football stadium?
1: I think in the gym. I think it's inside. Inside. Yeah.
0: That's not uncommon that they do their whole show inside, even before a football game oh, yeah, we've down been, in Columbus. We've been to those. At St. John Arena. Yeah. Really fun. Anyway. Okay. Look, meanwhile, we let's talk about. Okay. Last Sunday was. About There's two Sundays about end times this year. The last Sundays of the church calendar are always about end times. Yeah. And last week it was about death. Is there a resurrection after dying? Mm-hmm. And we talked about the Sadducees and the story of the, the, the woman who married seven brothers. Yes. Okay, so we had that. Now this one is not just about your personal end time, but the end time of the world. So it's like the final days. So I think we should read the gospel. It's kind of long, but really uh, very visual. All right. Are you reading it? I'm going to read the first part, and then when I signal for you, you're going to take over.
1: All right. Luke chapter 21. Verses? 5 to 19.
0: While some people were speaking about how the temple was adorned with costly stones and votive offerings, Jesus said, all that you see here, the days will come. When there will not be left a stone upon another stone that would not be thrown down Then they asked him teacher when will this happen and what sign will there be when all these things are about to happen he answered see that you are not deceived for many will come in my name saying i am he and the time has come do not follow them
1: when you hear of wars and insurrections do not be terrified For such things must happen first, but it will not immediately be the end. Then he said to them, Nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. There will be powerful earthquakes, famines, and plagues from place to place, and awesome sights and mighty signs will come from the sky. Before all this happens, however, they will seize and persecute you. They will hand you over to the synagogues and to prisons, and they will have you led before kings and governors because of my name. It will lead to your giving testimony— Remember, you are not to prepare your defense beforehand, for I myself shall give you a wisdom in speaking that all your adversaries will be powerless to resist or refute. You will be handed over by parents, brothers, relatives, and friends, and they will put some of you to death. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. By your perseverance, you will secure your lives.
0: Now this is one of those readings where you have to look at it at two levels the level of when Jesus spoke and then the level at which people read it. Okay. The temple itself was destroyed in the year 70 A.D. Mm -hmm. Obviously, Jesus was speaking before that. Mm -hmm. But uh, the Gospel of Luke was written after 70 A.D., probably as late as 85 A.D. So by then, the temple had been destroyed. Sure. So you have a couple ways of looking at it. But then there's also that last part is also a reminder. You know, they'll be handing you over. People, the early Christians, were caught up in the persecutions, the Roman persecutions. So there were people reading this who had this very personal experience that they were being handed over uh, to the Roman officials. They were considered the outcasts they should be. Uh, thrown into the the lion's den, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So people looked at this not as a fearful thing so much as a, a sign of hope that not a hair of your head will be harmed. Sure. But let's look at what, what's forecast here. First of all, the temple would be destroyed. And the temple was destroyed. There, In the history of Judaism, there have been only two temples there was the Temple of Solomon, mm-hmm. which apparently was magnificent, and that was destroyed during the Babylonian captivity. Okay. And then after uh, the Persians allowed uh, the Jews to come back to Jerusalem, the temple was rebuilt, and kind of rebuilt again on top of, I mean, it was like amended by Herod. Okay. So sometimes it's referred to as the Temple of Herod, but he didn't really build the whole thing. Okay. That was the one at the time of Jesus. So uh, it was still magnificent. It was destroyed by the Romans. There was a a rebellion. Basically, the uh, Israelites rose up against Rome, and part of it, Rome, destroyed the temple. If you go to Jerusalem today...
1: I was just going to say that.
0: There is one wall left standing, the the West Wall.
1: And it's a very sacred holy site. It's
0: referred to as the Wailing Wall. Mm Mm-hmm. And you can walk up there. I have. You walk up to it, and you stand right at the wall praying.
1: Will that be part of your upcoming trip?
0: Oh, yes, for sure. That's that's a, a, a given. Okay. And there's one section where the women go up, one section where the men go up. And there's a tradition of people writing little prayers on sheets of paper and stuffing the prayers into the, the crevices in the wall. Oh, really? Now, I suspect every so often people come along and take those prayers out Mm -hmm. because otherwise the wall would be made up of prayers. I don't know, (laughs) but it's, it's a beautiful custom. Sure. Now, uh, the temple has not been rebuilt. In fact, part of the, the ignominy of the whole thing is there's a, a a mosque built where the temple had been. Really? So it's, it's like, okay, you know, Jerusalem is the home to the Muslims, to the, the the hebrews the jews Mm -hmm. and to christians you
1: know i remember seeing there was a oh i believe it was a show called finding god that morgan freeman did and i don't remember if it was for the national geographic channel or what Um, but he was talking specifically about that about commonalities and the
0: commonality of all three religions trace themselves back to abraham mm -hmm. now christians of course we see abraham as a father of faith uh, we don't see him as the founder of our religion, sure. nor nor do the the Muslims. But all three of them see Abraham as a significant um, man of faith, on which uh, everything else has flown, has has grown.
1: I could we can go flying if you want. to. Yeah.
0: Now, <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. Thank you for pointing out to everybody. I said <laughs> the wrong word. Uh, Hello, folks. Uh, just make we, sure we're awake. We always do this recording. Uh, one one recording. We do not come back and edit things out. We do not. Even if it's Michael making fun of me.
1: What you, <laughs> what you get
0: is what you get. Yes. Okay, so now, okay, so I talked about the temple, and then when Jesus talks about what's happening, mm-hmm. did you notice there's three categories? Okay. You may, have may, may or may not have noticed it.
1: I did not notice it.
0: Okay, there's going to be uh, nation, uh, natural disasters.
1: Earthquakes, famines, and plagues.
0: Yes. There will be human disasters wars, insurrections, you'll be terrified. And then there's very personal things. You yourself will be handed over and persecuted.
1: Parents, brothers, relatives, friends. Yeah,
0: so it, it's like, okay, we look around the world sometimes and we think, is it—is it really this bad? And the answer is yes. But is this the first time things have been bad? The answer is no. Right. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't want to say evil is part of our world, but evil is part of our world. Should it be? No. Does it need to be? No. In reality, it is. So now I'm not, I think it's a little bit different when you talk about earthquakes, because I don't think that they're necessarily man made. Sure. However, nowadays we would probably add global warming to this list. Sure. And and even plagues. You know, sometimes famines, famines—not plague, the disease. Although sometimes we cause the spreading of some things, mm-hmm. but certainly uh, famine. A lot of times, if you trace it back, you can see humans were were part of the cause of that. And often it's because of wars. Yeah, uh, you know, people are starving as an aftermath of war. Mm-hmm. So uh, the global warming thing is changing the the face of the earth very, very quickly. Sure. Well,
1: and you know. It's, it's 25 degrees today, and people say, "Well, where's global warming today?"
0: And the, response- the difference between climate and weather. Sure, keep that in mind.
1: Well, I'm, that's not my argument. Yeah, I'm just I'm speaking the voice of the people. The people.
0: Well, it's usually uninformed people or cynical people. So,
1: but it's the extremities of the weather.
0: The ex- yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? It's I have to tell you very honestly that global warming deniers will not find a compassionate hearing with me. I, I can usually listen to opponents on many things, mm-hmm. but that is one where I say, that is already settled. You know, that's like the person who says, the earth is flat, and no, sure. <laughs> we, it's not. It's not even negotiable.
1: Well, and even Pope Francis himself has been so vocal about you yeah. know, climate change and yeah. care for our planet and all of those yeah. things. So, so we know that it's an important, as part of, really, it's part of our our respect for creation, our stewardship of the planet.
0: Now why, why do we have a reading like this as almost a, it's a major part of our church year? I did I talked about the countdown. and when we get to this, you know for some people, I know when I grew up, it was all about, are we going to survive to heaven? Mm-hmm. You know, the world will pass, and I don't live for this earth, I, I live for heaven. And of course, there's a lot of truth to that. However, while we're on this earth, we have a responsibility to this earth. Yeah. So I think what we have to do is this is, uh, this is a look at this Sunday as a time to glean out what's going to last, what's important. Mm-hmm. It's almost like last week when we had the first reading from Maccabees, the seven brothers that were tortured and they, and their mother eventually as well. Mm-hmm. And all of them said to the king, you know, there's nothing you can do to us to take away our future life. We believe in the future, we believe in the resurrection. Mm. So, we, it's, you know, our hope is not here on this earth. We have to be reminded of that over and over again because even if we say we believe that, the stuff of this earth is so enticing. Oh, of course, yeah. You know, the, the things seem like, well, we need this or, you know, the things I got to have or the things I got to have, you know,
1: or the things I've got to do or the things I've got to do. Yeah. Did I do that? Okay.
0: You did that rather well. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. But I mean, where are we putting our priorities? Where are we spending um, our time where, what are we giving our talents to? What are we spending our money on? Those types of things are, what are we prioritizing in this world? And as a parent, then too, I, I ask the question of myself, what am I teaching my children to prioritize, prioritize in life? Yeah. Um, you know, for me, I want my kids to know that church is a non-negotiable occasion in our house and it's not because I happen to work here. It's because it going to mass is the most important thing that we can do as a family.
0: Yeah. I often say, and I don't have kids, so I haven't been able to try this out, but I always say parents who let their kids know, this is who we are. Sure. It's like part of our DNA.
1: You know, there was a, a beautiful family uh, new to the parish at Connection Point on Sunday with uh, two teenagers there, uh, and you could tell that just in, in the way that the, the the students were participating in the day, that faith was discussed at home, that it was just Ingrained in kind of the fabric of their family, uh, so much so that I was joking that we should hire the the boy as our new marketing director. He had some good lines.
0: Yes. Well, I love hearing how many people, when they leave church, they talk about their experience. If the kids go out for Children's Liturgy of the Word, maybe the kids talk about it. Sure. Maybe the kids ask Mom and Dad, well, what did what'd you talk about in church mm-hmm. when we were gone? Sure. I like it when parents will sit down and review uh, what the experience was about. And we, we use the expression, the Sunday experience. Yeah. So it's not just going to mass or going to church. I love the old expression, and I don't know if your generation used it so much, but when I was growing up, people would call and say, what time is church today? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They would use the expression, not ta- what time is mass, yeah. but what time is church? Uh-huh. And I've answered, I remember when I was first ordained, I guess I was l- less patient that's our to imagine and you, and you know right. i'm very patient now <laughs> but i used to answer like what time is church well actually the church has been standing there for quite a while <laughs>
1: <laughs> over two thousand years actually yeah. yeah uh yeah well i we use the expression you know we're going to church actually i would say every day emory still asks me daddy are you going to church today because she that means i'm leaving daddy are you going to church today uh and then i said Yes, I am. I'll see you tomorrow.
0: Well, you do you you do come to work once in a while, don't you?
1: On Sundays, generally.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I try. Hey, folks out there, if you want to learn to play uh, piano, you might be able to work one day a week. <laughs>
1: I wish. That would be great. You I have
0: gotta, to come in on Tuesday for the podcast. Well, there's that,
1: but there's coffee okay. involved, so that's, okay. that's no problem, although I'm drinking water today. Um, but yeah, where are we putting our priorities? What are we teaching? You know, what wh- where are we? And where are we witnessing? Maybe it's not just children. How are we witnessing to the people in our circles of friends and our circles of relatives what our priorities are? Because that that witness, and it's not a preachy type of witness. It's just a witness by example, also shows people what's but important
0: all, by example. But also a willingness to articulate. Our beliefs as the the time arrives. Mm. In other words, I, I think a lot of Catholics have what I call uh, an inferiority complex when it co- talks about when it comes to talking about their faith. Sure. Somebody would say, "Why do you do that?" And they might say, "Well, I'm sure there's a reason, but I don't think I can explain it." You know, we kind of like try to bow out. Mm. The best thing to do is simply to say, "Well, my understanding is the reason we have the scripture readings, or the reason we genuflect." or the reason we, you know, try to uh, feed the hungry, you know, Thanksgiving is coming up, mm-hmm. but, but we shouldn't do it just at Thanksgiving. Uh, people need to be able to say it in their own words. Mm-hmm. He's coughing,
1: <coughs> and I don't know where else he was going to go, so I'm just filling the moment. That's what I wanted
0: you to do. I as you, can you s- see me. As okay. you can see, we don't edit anything, no. <laughs> especially today. You're, you're lucky I didn't cough and everybody's here. Thank you. Uh, I want to get back to one more line, the last line. You will be hated by all because of my name, but not a hair on your head will be destroyed. It's
1: very uplifting. Have a great day, everyone.
0: Well, what's it like to be hated? It's not pleasant. Have you ever known that you were hated? I. Nobody's ha- ever come out ha- and Hatred's said, a real strong word. It is.
1: I, I, I know that I've been disliked. I don't hate it. I, I'm sure people have hated me before. I don't yeah. want to say no because that would seem arrogant. I've never been told that somebody hates
0: me. Yeah, I don't know, but, but it's sort of like, are you, are you able to say, I'm willing to endure malicious talk, slander, if I know that what I'm doing is truly the Lord's? Mm. Now, I think there's a lot of people who sort of assume what they're doing is the Lord's, and they may or may not be correct. Sure. So we have to really be clearly on target which means we have to know Jesus enough to know what God wants of us. Sure, It's not just like, oh, yeah, I'm doing the right thing, so I don't care. Well, we have to be pretty well-founded, and you, it's hard to do that alone. You have to be connected with other people.
1: I think maybe in my 20s I was more self-conscious about, well, what will people really think if they know that I practice my faith so regularly? Yeah. Um, but now I feel as though at this stage in my life I want my practice of my faith— to at least show people my own age that church is still a very important thing that should be important to them too.
0: Okay. And there we have we have it already 23 minutes have come and gone. All right, I'm going
1: to go get Matt Mar out of the parking lot so he can warm and, up. And
0: and the the temple has been destroyed but faith goes on. <laughs> so
1: we're talking about two totally different things. Yes. Let's go have a concert.
0: Okay. God bless. Bye-bye.